Hey, this is Matt with One Team, One Podcast. Do you guys know what time it is? Well, it's time for the podcast, but it's also time to go check out lots of rain watches. If you go to la-t-o-u-r-a-i-n-e.com and check out the promo code O-T-O-P for One Team, One Podcast, you get 10% off your order. Awesome watches at lots of rain watches. We're glad to be a partner of the podcast. Tell them that the podcast sent you. This is Justin Vincent. You listen to One Team, One Podcast. Tigers trailing Auburn 21 to 19. Here's the snap. Placement is down. Kick is up. Line drive. Kick. And it's good. Tigers win. Tigers win. 22 21. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Relax, big boy. Team One Podcast? One Team One Podcast? Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to One Team, One Podcast, episode 40, Jack. 40, Devin White. It's got to be Devin White. I, the only one, other one I can think of was before your time, and that's David Butler. Ooh, David Butler. Okay. You don't know who that is. Don't even don't. act like you know who that is. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> big show tonight, guys. We have uh, Cole Tracy joining us on the show tonight. Um, and before we do that, though, I wanted to get into a little bit with our sponsors Courtesy Automotive Group and courtesy Buick GMC in Lafayette. Brandon Lejeune, courtesy, is doing some big work out there in Lafayette. Wanted to give him a big shout-out. We appreciate everything that he does for us. Um, Be on the lookout for the 2021 GMC Yukons, guys. Um, They're rolling in. He is... um, He's pumping them out, and he's actually taking a lot of pre-orders right now for those, and he's taking a lot of pre-orders for GMC Hummers. There's all kind of things going on for GMC right now for 2021. So uh, I'll post all of his information out on this uh, Facebook post whenever I do that. Uh, Be on the lookout for his hit list. Uh, Brandon's got a lot of big things happening over there. So reach out to Brandon. Whenever he posts a deal, you need to to hit him up because it's not going to be around very long. But... Also, a big uh, shout-out to Bear Process Safety, uh, the big orange bear, Bear Process Safety, Adam Barry. He does a lot of good things in Baton Rouge. Very community-oriented. Uh, they are a boutique um, process safety firm uh, handling process safety for mo- a, mo- a lot of industrial plant areas, uh, but he actually does stuff worldwide. He's actually doing some stuff in Belgium right now. It's crazy. Um, so reach out to bear process safety guys. Uh, you'll see him all over the place. The big orange bear. You can't miss his logo. It's everywhere. Bear process safety. (laughs) Perfect. You did that. Perfect. All right. Big news today. Huge, huge breaking news. Breaking news. All right. TJ Finley is the starter. Yep. Miles Brennan is, uh, still hurt. He's still got a, uh, a tummy ache, uh, so he can't play. Is that is that that's not that's too soon? You think? Mm. Jeez, a little much. Jeez. Okay. Jeez. So TJ Finley's going to play. Um, so wait, hold on, Miles Brennan. Do we think maybe he didn't gain enough weight? 
No, I think he, yeah, but maybe he gained too much weight. He gained it too fast, and he's uh, he's out of shape. Yeah. I think that's probably what it yeah, was. No, that's why we have to talk to Cody Warstrom about that. Um, the two seventeen, yeah, the two seventeen is not gonna work. Um, <laughs> all right. Also, big news: Apu Ika uh, transfer portal speaking uh, officially. Of, speaking of too much weight, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to I, – I, I feel kind of gross about the whole thing. I feel gross about that. I feel gross about the Sage uh, Ryan, Sage Ryan stuff. Ryan. We can kind of get into that stuff later if you yeah. want. But um, I think a lot of this is like – I mean, are people just watching every Saturday us playing defense? Right. Sounds like <laughs> it's what they're doing. So, right. Um, <laughs> it's, it, there is obviously a trickle-down effect to playing bad. I think maybe we just weren't thinking about, and now it's really smacking us in the mouth. Uh, speaking of smacking us in the mouth, um, I don't know where I was going to go with that. I don't either. Yeah, so uh, Cole Tracy is here with us, guys. Um, he is going to be joined. That doesn't have anything to do is with that, what I just is said. Is that where you were going? No, with it? it wasn't. <laughs> um, but we will talk about 2020. I want to see how much Cole has really been following the team, all that kind of stuff. Um, but also, it's Auburn week. This is actually my favorite week of the year. Auburn week. There's so yeah. many memories about Always, Auburn week. Yeah. Uh, we've been trying to post a lot of those for you guys. I have the older perspective. Jack has the newer perspective. Um, and I got tons of memories for this game. We were trying to get Cecil Collins on the podcast and all that uh, a couple of weeks ago. We just couldn't make it happen, but um, we'll have him eventually. But that that game goes back even further than that for me. Jamie Howard um Oof. i know bring back the magic there's all kinds of stuff that we can kind of talk about with auburn but um your number one on the list cole tracy, yeah. was cole tracy yeah, 2018 when yeah. in the game when it, it, was, it was the big, first it was big for me too i had yeah. it on my list but i took it, was, it off it was the first had. road game i'd ever been to so right that was that was a pretty good experience i would say uh, actually, that is our, a that is a fantastic. I, don't, I wonder if he's if he's on here. Uh, Wesley was at that game. He was only a few rows down from me and Travis. That is a fantastic first game for you to go to. Yeah, road was, game. I mean, I I I had gone to a couple of neutral site games, um, but that was the first time I had been in like a stadium where like the vast majority of the fans are not LSU fans. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that I mean, dude, they get loud over there, and that they're not going to be loud this weekend because there's not very many of them. But right. Uh, that. Auburn Jordan Hare can really get loud, and I mean that's not—it's not like one of the bigger stadiums in the SEC. I think it's what eighty-seven thousand, something like that. Mm, something uh, like that, close, probably close to ninety, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I—they get as loud as anybody. I, well, we're gonna get right into it. I have Cole in the waiting room now, so we're gonna bring Cole Tracy in right now, guys. Um, so all you LSU fans, get ready. We got LSU kicker. The should have been Lou Groza Award winner, 2018, uh, right. Cole Tracy. Connecting his audio. What's hey, what's on? up, Cole? How you doing? Good, man. We got you live and everything. So everybody awesome. can see you right now. Um, you, man, you got some LSU gear back there, huh? Yeah, this is this is the famous bar. Yes, uh, I remember hearing about this. Yeah, my dad's bar, so I figured this would be a, a good place to to do perfect, this. Perfect, perfect. So you're you're out in Massachusetts right now? Is, is that what's going on? No, no, no. I'm originally from California. Oh, right. and then I, I, I forgot went, that. That's right. 
and then went out to Massachusetts. So I, I'm all over the place. So um, what's going on with the life of Cole Tracy right now in California? What's happening? Um, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, debating, do I want to go try to find a job? Do I want to keep kicking? Um, it seems like every time I go and try to find a job, I get a call. So uh, about <laughs> a month ago, I was interviewing for some, some nine-to-five jobs, and uh, Cleveland called. So I flew out to Cleveland, did a workout. And then uh, same thing here that actually just happened. I just got hired for a job um, about a week ago okay. and another team called me. So I'm, I'm heading out tomorrow. So they understand these other jobs understand what's happening. Yeah. 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 I actually just <laughs> called my, my new boss and, and told him, Hey, blah, blah, just called. I gotta go get for, get in for a workout. And it's like, absolutely go for it. All right. Oh, so awesome. they have your, you have your job on hold. They're, they're not going to yeah. let it go. That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's so what it's, I'm, it's working about. I'm looking out for you here, Cole. <laughs> Thank um, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, tell it. Uh, so it's Auburn week, obviously. So absolutely. Is this the week that your phone blows up the most? <laughs> it's, it's a week that I definitely look forward to uh, every year when the schedule comes out, obviously for a lot of different reasons, but um, it's a fun week, especially for me and my family. Uh, just to be able to relive it, you know, every every year the video comes out again and we kind of all get to rehash exactly what we were doing and what we were feeling like. And, and it's a lot of fun for us. For sure. Well, and I was at, you were at the game, yeah, Jack. Yeah, that, that was my first road game, actually. First oh, road game. Awesome. You yeah. you did it for him, so right. he's hooked now for yeah. life. You, uh, you, your, your first road game and my first road game. Oh, that's, <laughs> right. that's right. SEC yeah. road game, that yeah, you is. You made sure not to ruin it for us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we were going to get to that game, so we we were going to talk a little bit about the LSU-Auburn game. What, what did you know about lsu auburn and like the series before you came to lsu anything or you know is anything in your, in your mind about it you know to be honest just just watching it growing up as a, as a fan but i didn't really necessarily know the specific games um until pretty much the week of i started kind of doing my own research because i feel like that's that's important is you got to know the history of of the rivalry and all that so i did that for pretty much every game just to you know, if an interview question pops up, what's the earthquake game? You know, you gotta right. be able to answer that. Right. I was, so, and I, um, and that was, I was in the front row. Eddie Fuller caught the ball right in front of me. So and, yeah. And, and, yeah. And before you go further, we had our top five moments of LSU football, LSU Auburn memories of all time. That was number one for me. I'm an old timer. Jax was, Jack was, Jax was 2018 LSU Auburn. So we've come full circle here 30 years later. Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, I, to be honest, I I would say looking back at it, uh, earthquake games, my number one. Um, I think, I think that's just how that ended. And you weren't born yet though, Cole. No, I wasn't. No, no, no. (laughs) Right. I did my rankings based on if I was watching the game or not. Uh, Obviously, if I was doing it based on if you were if you were alive, I was incorporating everything. Obviously, earthquake has to be number one, right? But yeah, it, actually, looking back at the game, and I've watched it over a few it's times. It's really boring. It's a boring game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a defensive struggle. Right. It's not. It's old school football, it's but just a phenomenal like it's finish, the right. yeah, and it's the legend of the game. Right. And how do you feel knowing that every some of these games all have like 
they all have names to the games. There's like the earthquake yeah. game. There's the barn burner game. Now there's Kick Tracy. Is that is that the <laughs> name that you know? Of? I don't know. I don't know. I've I've heard a few different ones. Uh, we'll see, we'll kind of have to wait and see over time uh, <laughs> what they end up naming this. I I you know I'm just honored to be in that situation. But um, yeah, I've heard Ice Coal here. We got the we got some of the. Uh, the newspapers up here there we go oh, okay there we are so, coal is ice i like it coal is ice and then oh, oh stone coal stone coal. you know so kind of just depends on who who you ask that's awesome um all right so i know there is a uh lsu alumni contest going on right now you posted it today you want to speak a little bit yep. about that and we can give it a plug yeah yeah they, they just reached out to me and and um asked if i could if i could kind of get the word out a little bit um pretty simple i think it's just they're asking for any type of donation small or large and yeah um if you go to my my twitter page retweet it and then we'll go ahead and verify to make sure that that you participate in the challenge mm-hmm. um after that game, I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know how I thought about it at the moment, but I reached down and, and grabbed, pinched, pinched some uh, orange grass from Jordan Hare. I stuck it in my sock. And then after, um, so I was thinking, I was like, what, what could be a cool idea to kind of get some fans excited about it? Yeah. So it's not a lot of grass, but uh, you'll, you'll definitely have a little piece of history. That's awesome, man. Uh, I still had grass. I mean, I rushed the field. I think it was Florida 97 grabbed a bunch of turf and along with a lot of LSU, they must've had to resod after that game. Um, <laughs> but I had a, um, a huge Tupperware full of that. And we had like a, our own little LSU shrine when I was in college. And that was part of the shrine was the grass. It's just a bunch of idiots in college. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's awesome that you have that still. Um, so tell us about the game, the, the LSU Auburn game. Um, and I know, well, we can probably start with LSU Miami game. Cause I feel like that was the first one where you had some, right. some big kicks yeah. that was just like, all right, this yeah. is the kid that we were even hearing about, you know? <laughs> um, so tell us about that and kind of getting started and then going on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because in all the interviews throughout that season, um, I was, not only lying to the press, but I was lying to myself, just saying, you know, it's the same type of field that, that it is that assumption and same goalposts. And now looking back at it two years later, it's, it's, it wasn't the same at all. So, um, yeah, right. I, but you know, it worked out to my advantage is, is I, I felt like if I speak that into existence, then I'm going to start believing it. And during that year, I absolutely didn't believe it, but no, it was crazy to, I remember the bus ride over and, um, coming up to, to Jerry world and just seeing the magnitude, the size of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was, yeah. that was crazy. And I then, was at that uh, game too, actually. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. Made a few trips. That um, game. yeah. It, and if you guys remember, I mean, LSU wasn't supposed, we weren't supposed to be good, you know, and, right, and yeah. um, it was supposed to be Miami's game, Miami's game. Right, yeah. That was one and of I, our lowest right. preseason ranks in a good while. I remember. Mm-hmm. And, uh, kind of what we were talking about is learning the history. I remember the night before the game, I was sitting down with Tommy Moffat and he was telling me some stories. I don't know if I can repeat them on here, but um, between- (laughs) You can, we're explicit over here, so we're good. (laughs) Between the old LSU um, uh, Miami game. So there's some pretty good, pretty good battles with that. So I was able to kind of get a grasp on that, you know. Um, And 
you know, the pregame happened so fast. Um, I thought that it was, I was going to be able to soak it all in and all that. But, you know, next thing you know, we were on the field and the, the game had started. And I think I had a field goal on the first drive. Um, and really similar to the, to the Auburn kick, my, my body and memory kind of blacked out. Um, like I remember running out there and I couldn't feel anything. It was just muscle memories taken over here. And next thing you know, snap down, kick, not even a second to realize that we were kicking a field goal. Uh, go ahead and it goes through the uprights and I was just fired up. I think I head butted Josh Groudon, probably gave him a concussion. You got, but... you got hyped. I do remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I, I remember I, the first kick was like, what, like a 42 yard or something like yeah, that? Some, yeah, something uh, like that. I just remember the year before you came, every time we can't, we went out to kick, I mean, nothing against those guys, but it was like, it was a grind every time we sent our kicker out. And then you came in, you made, I think you went, what, four for four? Uh, yeah. And it was like, wow, this is just nice to... All of a sudden, we're automatic for field goals, yeah. right? <laughs> right. That's a good thing to have. It was just a complete 180 from the year before. So were, were you in the middle of the pregame uh, tussle? No, uh, no. You didn't get right I, in the middle of that? No, I think I was still in the locker room. I think that was when maybe we hadn't come out yet or no, I remember hearing about it. I mean, the, everybody came back in the locker room all pissed off and uh, fired up. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. It's not, I'm not dealing with any of that, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah, exactly. That, that 42 yarder. And then I think we had to, some two short ones. So that was able, that was gave me some confidence and being like, okay, you, you can do this. And uh, had so much adrenaline, so much nerves, or not, not necessarily nerves at that point. I was just, you know, fired up with the flow of the game. Um, I remember uh, we, we go out there for the, for the 54-yarder and hearing some stories later, um, Greg McMahon, because so how it works is I, I'm on the sideline and I look down to see the special, time, the special teams coordinator either go like this means – go kick a field goal or no, we're not kicking it. And I look down and I see, I see coach McMahon put his arms up and I'm jogging out there. And uh, I think it's too late to call a timeout or something, but I guess coach O was screaming, no, 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 too far, <laughs> too far. And we were already snap kick. I mean, I don't know the truth of that, but, um, and snap kick. And then you see coach O pointing up to the sky. So, um, it, luckily it went through or else or else I would have probably been on the hot seat. Well, and you had his confidence for the rest of the year at that point, right. I'm sure. <laughs> I think so, yeah. So take us to um, – actually, at the end of that game, I, I felt like that was um, the, the Joe Burrow um, point – the point where we knew Joe Burrow was a little bit more than just the game regular manager, old transfer right, sure. quarterback that we were thinking he was going to be. I think at the end of the game, he does a press conference – or not press conference. He does a interview on the field where he talks about, hey, you know, they they said these guys weren't going to be – like these were just going to be okay okay guys. These are This is a really yeah. good team. Um, it just felt – and getting in the mix at the beginning of the game and all that kind of stuff, it was like the legend of Joe Burrow was starting. Um, and then take us into like maybe the Auburn game where he drives everybody down the field and then we set it up for the big kick – um, what were your thoughts throughout the whole game? Were you, were you in the game kind of like noticing what was going on the whole time and you know, what, what was going through your head? 
Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a kicker that likes to be in the flow of the game. Um, so I'm not necessarily thinking about it a whole lot. It's more of, uh, to be honest, just, Hey, we're trying to score points. And so we went out there, like we were talking about first sec road game. And, uh, I, again, right off the bat, Cocho sends me out for a 53 yarder and, uh, at Auburn, they have a big jumbotron. And so the kickers had warned me, Cole, when you go back to take your steps and you look up, it's going to be zoomed in this close on your eyes <laughs> on the biggest jumbotron in college football. <laughs> Don't be alarmed by that. Okay. That's a lot easier said than done. You know, <laughs> So I take my steps back and think it don't look up don't look up at the scoreboard and I look up and I'm just seeing myself on <laughs> who knows how large of a jumbotron yeah, that thing's massive put my head back down and ended up missing the field goal but um, I knew that when you're playing on the road any points are good points um, mm-hmm. especially in the SEC uh, and so we came back ended up I think having one or two more field goals um, throughout the game and you know it was a close game Right. That final drive, I think it, it got down to fourth and some or third and long, you know, backed up in our own territory. And I wasn't going to get start getting ready for the field goal until we had shown some progress and shown that we were progressing down the field. Next thing you know, we, we pick up that first down. And that was kind of when I was like, okay, it's game on. We got to kick a field goal. I don't know what the time is left on the clock. I don't know what the score is. I still couldn't even tell you the score. Um, all I knew was a field goal, a field goal wins it. Uh, so I went to my net, kept going, kept going with my routine. Uh, the kickers did a really good job of kind of keeping everybody away because the natural feeling that a lot of players have is they want to go up to the kicker and be like, hey, you got this, you got this, right. you know, but that's right. just that's just extra distraction. The kicker himself already understands the situation. He already understands that he's right. got to make this kick, you know. Um, so they did a good job kind of backing everybody away. Uh, and we kind of got, drove down the field. And I remember I, I, it was Greedy and Devin White. And I think it was a TV. We, we were recalled a timeout to stop the clock or something. And I think this is Greedy and Devin's favorite stories. They looked at me and they're like, you got this. And I started smiling and just laughing. Like, oh, I was laughing because I was like, oh, my God. You're this kid that came from a Division II school. Now you're on the road at Auburn. Like, you got to kick this field goal. Like, this is just crazy. You know, you can't make this up. So I'm just laughing and having a good time, slapping everybody's hands. And uh, Greedy and Devin, after the game, said, man, I've never seen a kid (laughs) be laughing and and having that much fun before he's got to go kick a massive field goal, you know. Um, And so I was just confident. I remember next thing you know, we got to go out there. I didn't know the distance. I didn't know, again, the time on the clock. I would go and kick, kick the field goal. And once it had gone over the line, I knew it was straight. And so I took off running. But after probably my third step, I realized, you oh, around. shit. Is there, <laughs> is there no time on the clock? Like, there better not be any time on the clock here because you're going to look like a fool running down the field. <laughs> took a few more steps, and then I saw that the flood of the players come off the bench. So I knew, I knew that it was, it was done deal. Um, It was a perfect celebration. It was a perfect celebration. (laughs) Sprinting as fast as he could. And I was like, I got to get down to the ground because Terry's (laughs) going to come deck me. And he did (laughs) hardest hit I took all year. Um, And just being down under the, underneath the pile, it was, I mean, it was crazy. That's awesome, man. Um, Yeah. So 
How was the hold though? From uh, was it Zach von Rosenberg giving you the hold, or was no? It, it was, was Josh. Everything was smooth. Um, well, thank God I it mean, was Josh, not Zach. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean Josh and I, we had such uh, really since I came on campus June first. By June second, we were already getting snaps and holds. So um, the three of us were really in tune. Um, Blake knew how long it took me to set up, you know, he, he could feel me and then Josh could feel me as well. So it was just as smooth as can yeah, be. You had a professional long snapper there for you the whole year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It helps. Awesome. It helps when you have a guy that's drafted in the fifth round or something like that. <laughs> Jeez, that's right. Man. As a long snapper. Uh-huh. Uh, we like, on the money. we like to kid Zach Von Rosenberg a little bit about his fake punt. His age. Oh, his big punt. Yes, his and his age. His age, too. And his um, age. I'm, I, yeah. But I am older, so I can't kid him that much. But uh, his fake punt in the game, we feel like you bailed him out for his fake punt. We've tried to, we tried to get Foster Morrow on as well to kind of talk about his fake punt. Um, and, and, like, you know, he was supposed to be, like, he was coming in to, like, try to walk on and be a quarterback. And then, like, he yeah. has this jump pass. Well, that was – that was the idea behind it is I remember we were drawing it up and it was like major okay, league pitcher. I mean, Zach played professional baseball. He should be able to throw the ball 18 yards to a, a tight end that's six, four, you know? Right. And so we had practiced it and I think Zach had a few mess ups, but he was also, he got, he got in it some, some of the time, you know? And uh, as a kicker, you notice a lot of things like if, uh, a certain team's running a fake field goal. You can just get a, pre- a feel for it, or you can tell that something's different. And so I obviously didn't have a headset on, so I didn't know that we were running it until I could kind of see the play setting up. And I was like, oh, wow, we're running it. We're, this is the yardage that we wanted. This is the down and distance that we wanted. You know, we're doing it. <laughs> and then I remember seeing Zach do his little scissor kick, <laughs> jump pass, and I was like, oh, no. And then – Foster uh, right over his hands and um, the defense played great. So it ended up working out. Right. Well, yeah, how much they were how, unsafe? How much shit did y'all give Zach on this? Oh, uh, right. When he came off the field, we were all just <laughs> dying laughing. Oh my God. It was. And then the student section was right behind the kickers on the far end. And I think they let him hear it too. Oh yeah. I would have, <laughs> I would have, if it was a, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we like to give him a little shit on that. He he always tells us, "Hey, we got the dub. That's that's all he cares about." We did. Yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't anything to do with him. Apparently, <laughs> it was all for Cole Tracy. Um, so, give me your. Have you been keeping up with the team this year? I'm sure you have. Um, tell us what your thoughts are so far with 2020 going on. It's the weirdest year that I can ever remember. It's going to go down in history, obviously. Um, as just a strange time, but um, absolutely, what do you think's going on right now with the team? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we would all want them to have another undefeated season, but um, I mean, when you're playing in the SEC, that's that's as hard as it gets. So um, there's going to be some bumps in the road, and and I think Coach O's done a really good job of handling that. And um, I mean, they got a tough schedule ahead, but I I I, I know most of those guys, and I understand how they operate and a little adversity doesn't scare them for sure. So, right. Um, yeah. So with Auburn coming up, we, you know, we have TJ Finley's a new, uh, you know, new quarterback going on the road. And you, you could speak to this a little bit. What do you, what do you think that are some things that TJ Finley's going to need to kind of like keep himself, I guess, grounded a little bit for the game, 
um, some things that he's going to need to kind of like get that confidence because you, you spoke about that earlier. And I feel like that's one thing that he may actually have like in him a little bit is a, is a, a deep confidence. What do you yeah. think about, about that? And have you seen that out of him? Like, you know, it's something that could maybe take him on the road and be successful. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, he, he's not going to have the noise factor. That's so right. that's, Big that, deal. that, that yeah. adds, you know, I mean, obviously they'll, they'll get as noisy as they can, but, um, yeah, I think what you're saying is confidence. It, that was one thing that I, I felt like really helped me throughout that season, especially that game was, um, I really started my confidence at the beginning of the week. And I'm sure he has, he's just going, Hey, you're, you're going to make plays, you know, there's going to be some, some downsides. Like for example, me missing the first field goal, mm -hmm. but you got to be able to respond, got to be able to come back. And um, I mean, he, he looks like he's, he's poised in the pocket and uh, miles has been having a great year. So um, up until the injury. So, you know, I think it's, it's really just going to come down to really that whole group working together and um, just kind of taking it one play at a time. I mean, these, these games are wild. It, yeah. The SEC West is something that nobody else in college football has to deal with. So um, going to be some ups and downs, but you got to be able to handle those downs. Have you kept up with uh, Joe Burrow or anything like that, like texting or with anybody uh, that's maybe in the league right now? Um, yes and no. I mean, just through Instagram. Um, I, I know Joe's pretty busy right now, so I'm not going to – not going to bother him, but, um, yeah, when I was up in Cleveland, I was able to kind of either message those guys or, or see, um, some of them in the facility. So catch up with those guys. Um, John battle, him and I were pretty close. So we're, we're constantly sending some stuff back and forth. That's a and great guy. He's, he's such a, like a, um, a different cat, John battle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like um, and then obviously with, with, artist, with, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, talk to Blake a lot. So, um, yeah, I definitely have some interactions with, with the guys, but I also understand that they're in a full-time job right now and, and they don't necessarily need their kicker from two years ago bugging them every week. Well, you can send us, you can send us Joe's uh, cell phone number and we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll bug him. Yeah, you know? and then you can just come on the show when he comes on. It'd be That's cool. right. It'll be like a four-way yeah. mm -hmm. Zoom call. Right. Would you say? Uh, yeah. How often do you go to the, to the facility? Wow, can't talk. LSU. How often do you go to the LSU facility? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this year, this year, not at all. Last right. year, I came back for the game and was the honorary captain. Actually, the first time I was able to do some tailgating um, down there. So I was down there for when LSU played Auburn. Um, but other than that, I haven't been able to to get back to Baton Rouge. Obviously. I, I kind of wanted to make it a once a year type deal, but okay. with certain situations, you know. Understood. What do you think? Uh, so we got it. We actually have a question um, from from a, and he's he's being a little sarcastic. So you just remember this. What do you think about uh, kicking at assumption and giving it, giving it, giving you a better advantage of playing in the NFL right now and kicking in front of like three thousand fans? Does it you you know, feel I, like you would have, I have thought about that? that? You know, it's, 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 uh, it's actually, I personally say it's harder to kick, uh, in front of really no fans than it is in front of a lot of fans. Oh, I bet. Um, because you, you can hear kind of every little comment or 
no comments. You know, that was one thing that Coach Chesney at, at Assumption did um, for me was he would purposely, you know, when the whole team gets around the field goal kicker and they try to make a lot of noise, try to distract him. So he would do that, and then on a certain kick, he would go like this, and everybody would get dead squat, dead quiet. Mm-hmm. And I felt like those were definitely the the yeah. harder kicks because I um, like that on like free throws and stuff. You know, like if yeah. everyone's quiet and there's just like one guy yelling at you, that's way worse because you can see, you can like hear what he's saying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I I, I think that uh, I mean I've I've definitely played in both situations, so. I think I, I definitely have a little bit, a little bit going for me there. And, well, and the, the follow up was that just now he's he's watching us and he said, okay, based off their, that answer, there's zero reason why you're not an NFL kicker. <laughs> <laughs> he said, especially for the Bengals, <laughs> you should be the kicker for the Bengals. Uh, what's his name? Fat Randy. Fat Randy. Yeah, yeah. Fat Randy. You should be the kicker over Fat Randy for sure. <laughs> um, so who's the tryout for? Can we say that? It's. Um, we can't say that yet. I don't know. I don't know if there's any rules on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it quiet until it happens. We have thousands of fans, um. so yeah. <laughs> don't say it if you don't want to. Um, that's cool. Um, so who who are the other tryouts that you've had so far? Cleveland, you said mentioned you mentioned that one, right? Yeah, that that was one this year. Um, last year I didn't really have any except for the mini camps with with Green Bay and then New Orleans, and then. Um, in the XFL for a little XFL, bit. XFL, so. that's right. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. So how how did the XFL stuff go? Uh, I was there for training camp, and then they ended up um, going with somebody else. Okay. Um, okay. Which team did you so, train with, or try out with? I was on uh, the Seattle Dragons. Okay, okay. So what's the industry that you're looking at if, if NFL doesn't work out and all that kind of stuff? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I just got hired for uh, an orthopedic uh, device, medical, medical device sales. That just so. screams money to me, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> you you can do very well, but it's it's definitely a hustle. I mean, you, you got to be grinding. You're constantly in your car going yeah. um, to certain surgeries and then going to visit with surgeons. You know, it's it's tough. So, um, yeah, it's funny. My, my first day was supposed to be on Monday. And then uh, the tryouts on Tuesday, so I had to take a sick day on my first day of work. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, well, we appreciate this, man. We want to we get you back on one day. And I know Auburn week is a busy week for you. Um, are you getting other calls of other places you need to do some, I'm sure, radio shows and stuff like that, I would assume, right? Trying to get you on. I did, I did one down in uh, Mobile, Alabama yesterday. Okay. Uh, down in their territory. Wow, so they're sure trying to hate on you or what? What was that? Were they trying to hate on you or what? No, no, no. He was he was cool. Um, <laughs> no, he was he was kind of just asking, you know, what it's like and okay. uh, how did you feel? You know, the the, the normal questions. The typical questions. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was good. Interview. Do you have a prediction for the game this weekend? Um. This is Wednesday, Prediction Wednesday for One Team, One Podcast, so you got to give us a prediction. All right. I'm going to go I – won't, I won't put a specific number on it because I don't want to jinx anybody, but uh, I'm just talking specific stats. Let's go 34-28 LSU Tigers. Okay. That's pretty close to mine. That sounds good. 
you you got it. Uh, that's correct. Um, so, all right, uh, we appreciate this, Cole. Um, one thing that we have to, we ask you to do, all former Tigers that that come on our show, we want to see if we can give you, get you to do a plug for us, and you say, um, "I'm Cole Tracy, and you're listening to One Team One Podcast." All right, I'm Cole Tracy, former LSU kicker. You're listening to One Team One Podcast. Nice, perfect. Awesome. Uh, we appreciate that, Cole. So. Uh, we, we will look, uh, to bring you back on soon. 3428 is Cole's prediction. So if he's wrong, you need to actually text Cole and let him know Mm -hmm. how wrong he is. Um, but we'll bring you back on, man. We really appreciate all your time for this week. We, we love getting, uh, we love Auburn week. This is my favorite week of the year. I'm sure it's your favorite week of the year too. So, um, we appreciate all your time, man. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Take care. Go Tigers. Tigers. That was Cole Tracy, guys. Um, awesome man. That guy's so good. Um, yeah, I love, I love his confidence. Like, I think that's the yeah, biggest I just, thing. I, I always loved how he would just get like so fired up after he'd make kicks. You know, you, I don't, know. you don't see a lot of kickers that do that, especially I know. in that Miami game. He really did. He did in the Miami game, and of course in the Auburn game. I mean, he knew oh, how, he knew how big that game was, and that that was a thing. Like coming from a small school, like you didn't have to tell him like how big some of these kicks were, and like how much momentum he was giving the team. But go four for four against Miami, in in like the largest stadium in the in the country. Like right. go from Assumption to like Jerry World. I think you first have a game mouse on the screen, by the way. We'll move it out. There you <laughs> go. So. Um, that was awesome with Cole. Yeah. Um, Thirty-four twenty-eight. I actually like that. We're gonna get to ours later. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too far off from that. I'm not either. I'm not either. I might be uh, dead on on the LSU score. Uh oh! Yikes! <laughs> um, all right. So we, what we're gonna do now, guys, is we're gonna shift gears. We we're gonna get more to the game this Saturday, and we're bringing on Eli Gravit from Auburn. He's a he's our Auburn Homer that we're gonna bring on yeah. to the podcast. Um, and we will get to him in just a second. Um, what are your thoughts about this game, Jack? Um, you know, a couple of days before the game, we just now found out that Finley's going to be the starter for sure. Right. Like kind of what we thought. It, uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, we got to see how he does under pressure, I guess. Cause, it, uh, like we talked about last, uh, weekend on Sunday that, uh, you know, he just didn't get pressured a whole lot. Yeah, and so and we're thinking Kevin Steele's going to bring the house. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was shocked that Will Muschamp didn't. Uh, well, tr- and my freshman question, QB, you know. My questions are like, is it more to do with, you know, the running game that was given given them fits like right. zone read running right, game, kind of keeping the defense off balance. But it's like they weren't given, they weren't sending pressure from the get go. So that's kind of what I'm wondering is. Is, is Auburn going to be able to create pressure, or was it just like this running game is serious and doesn't allow teams to send pressure? Right, right. Uh, so I guess we'll find out that this weekend. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's um, – we've we've already heard a few things about wrinkles mm-hmm. for uh, T.J. Finley, and one of the things that we've talked about before was play-action pass with John Emery and, like, yeah. deep balls, mm-hmm. not just, like, you know – uh, slants or whatever it is out of an RPO, but like an actual deep ball with like a um, either a Dre Jenkins or a 
actually any of these guys kind of going deep on on a play action because those safeties started creeping up and it's like could be wide open over the yeah. middle of the field. Yeah, uh, we saw a lot of that in the uh, the South Carolina game where they we could have taken that that chance, but we didn't really have to. So, yeah. um, what are you thinking with the um, the defensive touchdown that we had on Saturday and the the special teams touchdown? Does that give you any kind of like pause for this game at all? Like thinking about well, like you know we scored. We scored 38 points on offense against South Carolina. That wasn't 52 on offense. Sure. Um, but does that give you any kind of like, like you holding the horses a little bit? No, no, okay. because we on on. I'm seeing drives, some people going the opposite on They're, drives that we were trying to score. So we had uh, we had two drives where uh, we we were trying to drain the clock to end the first half, and then we had another where we were trying to drain the clock to end the game. Mm-hmm. So on the seven drives that we were trying to score. We scored on six of them, and then we threw a pick on the other, and it was just a communication issue that you would assume gets fixed uh, after Finley gets all the reps this week. Right. Uh, Or at least a lot of that gets fixed. So, I mean, offense was was about as efficient as you can be. Uh, There's a reason Zach von Rosenberg never punted. Um, So I – I still feel really good about the I I think the offense played about as well as the offense could have played. I th- I feel like it played fantastic too and I felt like it was as efficient like you're saying the right. same thing is it very efficient. Yeah. Um it maybe not quite as explosive as it could be, but I think you're going to start seeing that happen a little bit more. I think they needed to give uh it, well they needed to see the confidence level out of TJ, TJ Finley. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think they've probably seen that enough now to where he had a lot of poise and he had a lot of pocket presence. Right. Um, and so I wonder, uh, uh, we, we had mentioned this too, that the offense was a little bit simplified for TJ. Uh, and that's part of why he was so confident that paired with, uh, he never got any pressure put on him at all. Um, so I, I, I wonder what the, uh, the wrinkles that coach O are talking is talking about. Yeah, I'm, to me, I mean, to me, is it's probably not like big wrinkles or anything. I, right. I, it seems simple, and I think we were doing a good job with even being simplified. Sure, but um, it could be something small, like you know, we're just going to open it up a little bit more and throw throw a little. What's the yeah. deepest ball we threw the other night? Probably Wasn't twenty far. yards. Yeah, I think yeah, something like that. I, I know uh, Finley was like one for five throwing the ball 20 yards downfield. Okay. And then 13 for 13 inside of 20 yards. So right. I, I think the biggest thing I'll be looking for this weekend is to see if he improves throwing the ball downfield a little bit more. Cause I think that's, that's maybe my biggest discrepancy between him and miles is that miles is very accurate downfield. Right. And not to say that he wasn't accurate downfield, but we, but he was only one for five. That's right. So. Um, I mean, and his third down conversion. Uh, yeah, and third down, right. And the, that's another thing is we're going to see maybe was the third down because we were able to run the ball. Or the, if we're still able to run the ball, we'll still be efficient on third down. I agree because yeah, we'll have a short. That's, a sh- that's the main thing we don't know is are we succeeding at running the ball because Finley's in and mm-hmm. because of his ability to run or is it just 
offensive line and the running backs and the play calling is all bad. I, th- I think that's the d- that's the debate right. right now. Is and I tend to think that the offensive line and the play calling is better right now. I tend to think the opposite. You don't. You I don't tend think to so. think that the play calling and the offensive line is playing playing better in part due to the fact that the quarterback has a running option at this point. Right. And that the defense can't... They play off of each other for sure. The defense can't just key on the running back now. The defense has got to play a little bit more safe, and they can't allow the the quarterback just to keep the ball and run. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, a small little thing that <laughs> makes... It opens up the defense in so many ways. Not only does it keep your, your, your defensive line honest, but it also keeps your safeties from... Um, from staying back the entire time too. I, I, I wonder how many zone reads we ran the other day. Uh, That'd be I a great actually, stat. Actually, I, I, haven't read, I haven't looked at I know, that either. I know there was like a, I think it was 25% uh, RPO percentage or something like that. Well, I mean, every, that RPO is, is, is zone read too though. So you're, you're, well, you're, is it? Yeah. You're faking a handoff. You could hand it off right there or you can throw it one or the other. So, right. Oh, okay. But that's not necessarily a zone not read. a zone read, but it's still the same uh, motion mm-hmm. to where the defensive line doesn't know that you're not doing a zone read. Mm-hmm. They just, they're just seeing the oh, fake handoff. Yeah, okay. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, so yeah. I, I want those guys to stay honest and not like just come up the field on a running back. Sure. Um, I think that opens up everything. Right. And then when you're successful doing that, your safety start coming up. But, the other option is you're running these plays that don't don't make any sense. I mean, you're, Miles Brennan they they want Miles Brennan to keep the ball. Yeah, I mean that that's exactly that's what ideal. they want. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I actually I have a roommate that said uh, T.J. Finley remind. I actually said this last week too, but uh, he doesn't watch a lot of LSU. Um, he doesn't watch a lot of college football in general. But he was saying that T.J. Finley reminded him a lot of Cam Newton, just mm-hmm. like a less athletic Cam Newton. Okay, and I was like, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm seeing too. Uh, I I, he's I've, just, he's I liked not, it he, too. Yeah. He isn't. He isn't. He does. He's not going to run like a four or five or anything like right. that. But his running ability at his size is Cam Newton like. Yes. Um, and his he he has like weirdly good vision for a guy that's as large as him. Yeah. Although it's also he has that vision because he's so large. So. Yeah, and that we we had talked about this the other day on coffee and donuts that the guy his size and his throwing motion he's never going to have a ball batted down at the line of scrimmage. Um, he can see over the line. It, it yeah. there's so many advantages right now. Man, I hate I hate keep talking without like I feel like I'm busting on Miles Brennan. Yeah, no, and I'm and kinda, I'm not trying to do that. I, at I all. think I've I've worn it out enough that like. Miles Brennan played well, but there's yes. obvious things to where that TJ Finley is going to be able to do some things this weekend mm-hmm. that Miles Brennan just isn't able to do. Yes. And if TJ can prove that he can do some a lot of the things that Miles Brennan does do well, mm-hmm. then it's like you don't really have a choice. You have to go with TJ. That's right. Just because he's capable of so many more things than Miles capable of. So, and I know Matt Moscona talked to um, Chad Lou, former LSU quarterback, and I think he's an orthopedic surgeon. Um, and he was talking about Miles Brennan's injury, and right. he was saying like four, four to six, six weeks. Yeah. And that's what we had heard originally. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was hurt, was he was going to be out for several weeks. It wasn't just like yeah. one week and then he'll be mm-hmm. back. Um, I think the biggest question, and this is what we were talking about before, was how quickly does Miles Brennan try to come back from the injury? Um, 
and say he's cleared for the injury and it's coming up on Alabama week and Finley plays fantastic this week. This is all hypothetical, obviously. Yeah. But Finley, say Finley throws for 300 yards, three touchdowns. This is the exact scenario I was trying to think of. 300 yards, three touchdowns. We win by two touchdowns at Auburn. Um, what happens in Alabama? You, you take go- Do you take Finley out of the game? No. You I, can't. There's a lot of things with Finley that I see that aren't just, you know, he's a, a poise in the pocket, he's confident, and he can mm-hmm. throw the ball. You know, he's got a cannon. There's more than that. I see the players and a little bit of pep in their step and a little bit more energy and juice yeah. and all that kind of stuff from the team. Right. You could see it against South Carolina. The combination with uh, with Finley and Emery was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Um, I love Emery in the first half, a big dose of Ty Davis Price in the second half, especially yeah. if you're running the ball like they're running the ball. You right. pound him on you pound on a tired defensive line in the second half with Ty Davis Price. Yeah. There's a lot of that stuff that I love mm-hmm. about um It's a little bit like that um that Camara Mark Ingram Saints. Yeah, duo. absolutely. That I mean that was That's a great example. That worked so well for us back then. And it still works now with Latavius. I mean, I just, he's not as good as Mark Ingram, but it's but, still it still works. But going back way. to the Miles Brennan, you know, is it would it work with Miles Brennan in the game? I I think it probably could, but I'm not sure about it. I, I think that I think your style of offense is going to be a little bit different with Miles Brennan. I think you're going to throw the ball a lot more than you're running the ball now. Um, I don't think he gives you any threat to run the ball as a quarterback in that in that position. Whereas T.J. Finley gives you a little bit. I saw I even saw a quarterback draw with T.J. Finley last week. That was a five yard game, but it kept the defense honest. Right. Uh, those are little things that opens up the passing game. For right. a big arm quarterback mm-hmm. that Miles Brandon can't give you, right? And, and I, I love the guy. I love. I, I look. I love the fact that he's stayed here for so long. But yeah, I mean, Ed, Jesus Christ, I would feel. I genuinely would feel terrible for him if, if TJ, I was him. I would want to come out, back. I would want to come back as soon as possible. I yeah. wouldn't say, "Hey, I'm ready to go." If TJ comes out this weekend and plays just unbelievable and just proves that he has to have the job. Yeah, I would genuinely feel terrible for Miles Brennan, but at the same time, I would be like, "Well, we have to, we got to do what we got to do." You know, I don't, I don't start people because of feelings if I'm the coach. Right. Me neither. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, but I do look at more than just stats, and I think yeah. a lot of people are looking at stats. And they're looking at, well, this is Miles Brennan's team. Look at his stats of what he did in the first three games. Mm-hmm. Granted, and I give you all that, but you have right. to look at a little bit more than that, and you have to look at how the team responds to these guys. Um, the play that is going to be stuck in my head probably for a while is Jare Jenkins coming back for the ball and fighting to get the catch. It was a bad play. It was a bad pass. Well, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a bad pass. It just wasn't the best pass. You had a guy that was kind of in the in the position, mm-hmm. and Dre Jenkins fought to get back right. to the ball. And I'm telling you, I, I'm so, telling you, I, I don't like the whole like he's doing it because T.J. Finley is in. Because I don't think I'm not saying that. I don't think like that's like a. It almost sounds like you're trying. I saw to say a lot like, of I saw a lot of drop passes against Mississippi State. 
lot of drop passes against Mississippi State, and now all of a sudden guys are fighting back the ball like they're pro receivers. But is that? But I I just feel like a lot of that is because we dropped to one and two, and now players are like, Jesus Christ, we got to get our shit together. So now they're just they're just playing harder because their backs against the wall type thing, like dog in the corner, like a cur dog. <laughs> Absolutely like a cur dog. Uh, shout out to Catholic High official mm-hmm. podcast, cur dog football. Um, all right. Speaking of, we have uh, Eli in the waiting room now. We so we're going to bring him in. We're going to talk a little bit of Auburn football here. We're going to see what he has to say about the game this week. He's connecting his audio, guys. <laughs> What's there up, Eli? Can you hear us? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you, man. What's going on? What's happening, man? All right, so we're live with you right now, man. We've been we've been kicking around LSU a little bit. We're talking about the game coming up. We haven't really right. touched too much into Auburn yet, all right? So all right. this is where you come in. Um, we <laughs> we kind of know we kind of know our stuff about Auburn, but uh, tell mm-hmm. us what your thoughts are on the game and what you're looking for right now with Auburn right now for uh, with LSU coming in. Uh, well, I know, you know, when the line started out, you know, it started out at uh, – pretty sure it started out Auburn, two and a half, three, something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, it quickly swung, swung uh, to LSU's way, which I fully expected. I mean, uh, if you've seen our on-field product, man, I mean, it's not surprising to see the line swinging the way they are. Yeah. Just by uh, – you know, just the way we've been on the field and the way we play on the field. But, you know, I kind of see it as a uh, – I think it's the first time the two teams have been on ranked and they played since yeah. – I don't even remember what is last it, time. 99? Uh, something yeah. like that? Uh, 2001, actually. 2001, yeah. yeah. I Which, know there's something crazy like that. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of – We won the West that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we won yeah. the West that year as an unranked team yep. going in Aub- uh, Auburn County. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, you know, I kind of just – not really saying, uh, you know, both teams have two losses, but I think this is uh, from Auburn's perspective, from my perspective, I think from LSU too, it's kind of a make or break game. I mean, kind yeah. of looking at it from both ways because, you know, uh, our schedule don't get any easier, man. I mean, it's just, Ours you know, either. it's <laughs> brutal. You know, we got to, at the end of the year, you know, we got uh, going to Tuscaloosa and then it's not easy right. drawing, obviously, Texas A&M coming back home, especially after an emotional game like that. Mm-hmm. So you know it's uh it's definitely hard, which I know you guys got Texas A&M yeah. too. So you know this it's is the uh, start of our gauntlet. It's brutal schedules, so, yeah. man. Yeah, it's yeah. And now it's stupid hard, Ole man. Miss decides they're going to be good. So yeah. So That's our yeah. first our first three games of the season were our easiest three, and we right. came out one and two. So mm-hmm. it definitely wasn't the start that LSU fans thought we were going to have. Um, right. And obviously that falls on our defense for the most part. Um, now we have TJ Finley coming in. Did you did you get a chance to watch TJ Finley in uh, the South Carolina game? What were your thoughts on on him and like how it could, you know? I know your your defense is probably giving you fits, just like our defense is giving us fits. So, what do you think about TJ right. Finley right now? Uh, from the from what I've seen, I think uh, I, I'm not going to go as far and say he's a better overall quarterback than Brennan, but I will go as far and I will say that he's a better well-rounded quarterback than Brennan. I think, uh, you know, he provides uh, respectful, you know, he's, he's got to be respected around the goal line. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of hard, you know, he, I know this is 
big on me saying this, but he kind of reminds me of Cam. Like he really does. Just we, you know, his we literally style. just say I'm not it. kidding. We, we made just, that comparison like ten minutes ago. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I look and I'll I'll say I gave him a comparison of, and I don't know if you remember Ryan Paraloo at LSU, but um, yeah, yeah. So it, it's the weirdest thing with with him that he's number eleven and he's got broad shoulders, and that reminded yeah. me of Ryan Paraloo off the off the bat. But like a combination between Ryan Paraloo and maybe like a Jamarcus Russell, Cam Newton kind of style. Yeah, um, he's got yeah. a cannon that he can just like flip the ball. But keep going with yeah. what you were saying. We like I liked what you I liked what you were spitting right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He definitely he reminds he gives me them Cam vibes, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just not the I freak athlete Cam like Cam it was, was yesterday. Yeah. What'd you say? Just not like the freak athlete that Cam was. No, but, he yeah. I don't I don't know if there is another one of no, them, but no, uh, I would say there is. You know, he kind of he just kind of gives me that, um, just you know, he just kind of has the feel for it, man. I mean, I seen I seen all the like pregame stuff. He, I mean, just everything LSU was posting. It just looks like the kid has it. I mean, just mm. he looked composed. You know, saying didn't look like anything bothered him. But um, you know, like I said, he's well. I think uh, our defense will definitely have to respect him on the goal line. And if I'm not mistaken, I mean, what was his completion percentage last week? I know it was, it was something 80, crazy. Eighty-five percent. Eighty-one. 81? Mm-hmm. I thought it was 85. 17. 81% completion. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, I mean that's near perfect, man. I mean, like I said, you know. So, you know, he's well-rounded both ways, and I yeah. know he's going to give our defense fits. But, um, like I said, I, I think in two years, I think you might be talking Heisman race contender. Yeah. Wow. There we like, go. That's not, that I like is, that, 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 Eli. That we'll have you on again. Yeah, I'm not going to – you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm definitely – I mean, you can – Follow my page, everything. You'll see Auburn through and through. Oh, I know, I know. So, uh, all right, let's let's talk about the things that I'm scared about. All right, so this will be on your offensive side. What I'm scared about is, number one, is misdirection on our defense. Our Mm -hmm. defense is – shown time and time again that we do not know what we're doing with misdirection. We have a lot of miscommunication. We're having a lot of confusion uh, pre-snap with guys in motion. Uh, the first thing that comes to my head is Schwartz going in mo- motion and getting like a jet sweep, and our guys are just flat-footed, not knowing what they're going to do, and then all of a sudden he's off to the races. Uh, right. the, ne- the next problem that I see is Tank Biz- Bigsby up the middle um, just gashing us over and over and over. Especially if we don't have Apu. Yeah, we, we, uh, Apu Aika, um, our, right. our big 350-pound defensive tackle, has just entered the transfer portal as of today. Yeah. Um, breaking news on the podcast. Um, breaking news. So um, those things combined scare me to death and just makes me think of a, a shootout coming out in uh, Jordan Hare. So what are you thinking with that right now for your offense and like how you guys are going to be able to take advantage of us? Um. Well, the one thing, you know, at the start of the season, we came out and, you know, with Chad Morse coming in, you know, he kind of wants to spread the ball around a lot. Uh, he wanted to throw it a lot more. Like, um, against South Carolina, you know, he wanted – we had 61 passing plays. Scheming passing plays, we had Sheesh. 61. Okay. If you – I don't know if Gus Malzahn has had 61 passing plays schemed up since he's been there. And that, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's just – it's kind of crazy because, you know, I think – I really do think Chad is going to sooner or later thrive in the offensive coordinator position. Yeah, but um, the thing is, I just think right now what we're doing, we're trying to make Bo be something that he's not. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, he's looked bad. You know, I'm not taking up for any of the mistakes he's made because he definitely has mistakes he has to work on. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you go from a year of last year, you're running Gus Miles on, you know, power, let's pound the football, pound it, pound it, pound it, sure. 
to, okay, we're going to let you throw it 61 times in this game. I mean, that's two totally separate different things. Right. And even in high school, you know, he played at Pennsylvania Valley and his dad coached him. Uh, they run the same kind of offense that Gus ran. And uh, so I, right now, you know, I'm, I'm really not worried, but it's just I think Gus is kind of not calling – he's not calling plays, but he's kind of letting Chad know, hey, we got to get back to – if we're going to win some ball games, we got to get back to the ground and pound. Because, I mean, if we can't go on the road and beat South Carolina, we're not going to beat teams like LSU, and we're definitely not going into Alabama and beating them. I can tell you that right now. Right. Especially if we're scheming up 61 passing plays. And our and the second thing we got to work on, like I said, I study a lot of stuff in depth. Some things, like I'll say, y'all probably like, what the heck are you talking about, Eli? <laughs> but anyways, uh, our route tree is just atrocious right now. Okay. And – like I said, that's what everybody thought Chad was going to bring in. So if you watch our route tree, go if you go watch some film, we'll have four receivers lined up, and Chad is bringing in a tight end now, which is so much helpful. But with Gus's scheming that he did in years past, there's never a check down, ever. Okay. So if you ever see Bo scramble for his life and he's just trying to make a play, there's nobody to check the ball down to. It's either we're going to that receiver or it's a busted play. And that's one thing I just feel like we have to get better on. Or, I mean, we're never going to be able to do that. I mean, you look at – Let's say y'all's offense last year with the Burrow-type offense. Yep. Yep. I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? If it's not Jefferson, it's Chase. If it's not Chase. I mean, there's just so many weapons right. that y'all had, and there yeah. was always a check down back, especially right. when you had somebody like Clyde Edwards. Clyde Edwards, yeah. Elair mm-hmm. in the check down, right. Exactly. And that's why that offense thrives so much. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, we can sit here and talk, you know, uh, Joe Brady, hell of an offense coordinator. We know that. But whenever there's a check now and when things break down, if you can gain seven, eight yards, nobody's going to stop you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So is that like uh, y'all leaving too many guys in to protect or just you got everybody going downfield? Well, we will have four wide receivers lined up and they'll be running straight down the field. Okay. And that's the easiest thing to pick on. If you're a safety, just all you got to do is stand in the end zone. And that's, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's stop. I mean, that was our, that was our problem before Joe Brady got here was that we were trying to do max protect too right. many times and there was never a check down. And that was the reason why, is because mm-hmm. they were just in there to block. I mean, I can um, remember times we had eight guys in to block. But yeah, you, it, the, yeah. the 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 change of that mm-hmm. is you you put everybody out there and you give somebody an option to throw the ball. Right. Um, there's you get not, the ball out quick and they'll stop blitzing. Yeah, and there's right. never there's never enough guys to to guard to guard your receivers at that point. Um, right. We we started showing that. We, I feel like in the Mississippi State game, I in all honesty, we completely just shit the bed in the Mississippi State game. Yeah. It, right. it was just like it's a completely wasted opportunity, especially how bad Mississippi State is now. Like it we we were terrible on defense. In offense, like the first half we were completely terrible. Um uh, we had no check downs. Miles Brennan's running for his life. Miles Brennan's running when he didn't even have a pressure on him. Like there was so like, many problems that we had in that Mississippi State game that could have been solved. I think by a better game plan. Uh, I don't think they were ready for the game, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. But um, the Missouri game, I feel like, was a little different. Our offense was 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 doing great, but our defense had no answer for a, mis- a misdirection. And that's what I'm worried about is that we're going to get into this game and it's going to be more of that shootout kind of style sure. um, to where we're, we're going to be – it's whoever scores last kind right. of thing. I can see it being a lot like that game y'all had against Ole Miss last week, actually. Yeah, I yeah, sure a can. Bit of that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think offensive-wise, like if I if I'm guessing, and like I said, this is something that probably y'all agree with that y'all would have to adapt to defensive-wise. I would 
first thing I'm doing, I'm going to feed Tank until somebody proves that they can stop. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I would be the same I mean, way. Yes. And with, I mean, I, I read a stat the other day. I think through 25, every 25 rushing attempts, he's breaking like eight or nine tackles. And Jesus. like I said, I mean, I'm going to feed him until somebody stops him. But the thing is, I'm going to feed him and I'm going to pull them linebackers in. Then I'm going to try to get Seth one on one. And then that's the biggest thing. I think the biggest thing for Auburn's offense, when Seth Williams is one on one, that's when it thrives. But you look at um, well, we'll see how that goes a lot of things. Yeah, I, 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 I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> right, I want right. I want Seth Williams on uh, Derek Stingley, and I don't think exactly. Seth Williams is going to do anything against Stingley. <laughs> exactly. I, I, if there's one thing that I'm confident about, it's Derek Stingley. Yeah. Right. And I like I said, I totally would agree with that. Um, especially with Stingley being the player he is, I'd actually, if I if I was um, uh, if I just had to take quality guess, I'd say he'd probably be a top five pick to some coming draft. But um. Yeah. My 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 uh my biggest thing is you know just like I said getting Seth one on one but I think also with that with that if we can bring them linebackers in that's also going to leave some of our other guys one on one because you know what I'm saying you I mean you know just as I am you're either going to commit to the run or you're going to commit to the pass I mean right. you know what I'm saying there's no in between and if Schwartz gets one on one then I'm feeling really good because I, I mean if I mean, I don't know really who can keep up with him. I don't know if anybody can, but uh, uh, we, we really the problem don't have is any slot corners right now. So right, I, I don't exactly. Think we do have anybody? Right, and the and the biggest thing for me is I just need Bo Nix to look that way because you know what I'm saying when you drop back, and that's why Seth Williams having so much trouble getting open. When he drops back, it's 18s down there somewhere. I'm gonna throw it that direction. Mm-hmm, right. And half the time he comes down with it just because he's athletic. Sure. But I mean, that's not gonna work against good teams. Sure. So I think you know the biggest thing is just trying to get isolated as much as possible and either make them commit to the run or make them commit to the pass. And whichever one they, whichever one y'all don't do, just do the opposite. Yeah. yeah. And what I'm seeing is like you are um, going to have some opportunities where like you guys are going to. Eat, Try to throw it to to Seth Williams and 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 Derek Stanley's going to be there and breaking it up. But what I really think is the the linebackers for us are going to have to make a decision. Well, really, Bo Pelini's going to have to make a decision if he's going to stop the run. The way that I think he's going to have to stop the run is you're going to have to blitz these linebackers and do like some kind of run blitz and bring these guys up to the line. Um, you can't yep. you can't just let Auburn beat you flat footed. Because that's right. kind of what that's kind of what Missouri did to us already, but if you bring mm-hmm. these guys up and you just you just blitz, I I feel like you're putting your guys on an island, but at least you're putting Stingley on an island. I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm maybe right. not great. I mean, actually, Eli Ricks has got better stats than anybody right now, so sure. you can put him on an island too. Um, you know, we may be a little vulnerable, but we've been vulnerable all year. Sure. <laughs> so it's like, let's just go guns a blazing. We lead the we lead the conference in turnover margin, yeah. although yep. our defense is completely awful. It's the uh-huh. weird. It's this is total like twenty twenty defense if I've ever seen it before. Where it's I can't weird, I can't explain our stats at all. Um, uh-huh. It's just it's just how bad our defense has been. To be honest with right. you, but. They're doing exactly what what Bo Pelini wanted them to do, which was, uh, which was, you know, do get get a lot of turnovers and lead the league in turnovers. Yeah, they're doing it. Um, they just can't stop anybody throwing the ball. Right. So right. I, I I noticed that uh, Auburn's given up what four hundred yards per game. 
Yeah, they're giving up a lot. So, uh, so what what are the kind of the, the big issues on defense right now? Well, the biggest thing is last week, if you had told me we gave up 283 yards, uh, can y'all still hear me? Yes. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, just make sure. If you had told me we was going to give up 283 yards rushing, I told you you're crazy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and the thing is, it's not – they're saying they, they just tried to – they established the run early and they just pounded it to us and pounded it to us and pounded it. And that's been the biggest problem we've had all year. Mm-hmm. Cannot stop the run. We cannot really stop the pass either, but the pass is uh, – we're more vulnerable in the pass and our corners are just good enough and our safeties are really good. I mean, I think our safeties are pretty good. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, man, I just – the biggest thing I'm worried about is Terrence Marshall. Uh, that's that's really the yeah. biggest thing I'm worried about. Um, I don't know. I think anybody we, should be because he, he's yeah. he's our best wide receiver by far, and he's probably one of the best wide receivers in the country for sure. So, um, yeah, what what we've been hearing here is, you know, T.J. Finley showed them enough in the coaching staff to where they're going to add a little bit more wrinkles, is what they're saying. Um, right. One of the things that we did not see last week at all was like a play action pass with uh john emery and uh tj finley takes like a a three-step drop and just throws it as far as he can yeah. to, to marshall and that's one of the things that i'm expecting to see right. this week is somebody throwing it deep and and finley i want to see his arm and how far he can throw it <laughs> yeah i also yeah i also think that's a big deal um you know finley like i said finley you know he's got a great arm and uh I mean, he was torching them last week. I could just see it. Phenomenal arm on him. Uh, gets the ball out very fast, and it gets there in a right. hurry. Yeah, it gets there in a hurry. So, um, I think that's a, too. I think that's a, a big time thing. Like I said, man, I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding with you. In two years, you're gonna be talking about Heisman race. I'm not kidding. I, that wouldn't shock me at all right now. No, not now. Not, um, I think our questions are, you know, say, say we go, uh, and he has a great game this week, like he did last week. You know, more conservative ball control, but he's like in complete control of the game. And say we come out and we get the win by, you know, a couple of scores. You know, what happens with us if Miles Brennan gets healthy going going into Alabama week, where Alabama's coming to us? Do we make the change and go to Al- to go to back to Brennan, or do we stick with Finley? I think that's the biggest question around our fan base right now. Right. Yeah, it's uh. That's tough, man. Like I said, you know, it's like, it's like you know, you know, Finley is like put up a really good performance, and you know, uh, you know, he's got the factor. But my biggest thing is, what did Brendan do to lose the job? You see what I'm saying? Right. That's it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah, because you know, you, you got a kid that um, has put so much into that university. You know, sat mm-hmm. by, sat back for three years. You know, waited on his fourth year, and he finally got the call. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I mean, it's 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 really a hard decision, but. But at the end of the day, man, I always go by if a freshman is out playing a senior, I'm going to give it to the freshman 10 out of 10 times just because he's there to win games. I would even say if a freshman is performing equal to the senior, I'd play the freshman because he's obviously got more potential, you know? Yeah, that's that's kind of what everybody – I mean, that's the debate going on right right now. And I I feel like it's going to get hot and heavy in in a couple of weeks uh, even more than it is now. So – all right, so let's get to um, the real deal here, Eli. We need scores, all right? All right? We need score predictions. This is Wednesday score, score predictions, all right? Yeah, we already had Cole Tracy on. He kicked the 2018 winning field goal. He picked 34-28 LSU. Um, okay. So, all right, we're going to get we're gonna get your score, and then we'll go through our scores, okay? All right. right now? So, um, yes, right now. Like, all right, so like I said, you know, hard – 
I'm gonna go with a hard smash mouth game. In the end, I'm gonna kick it 35-31 our way. 35-31 okay. Auburn. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, everybody's in the 30s, I think. Well, I think I think everybody's, we're all on the same page. A everybody's little bit. sitting in the yeah. 30s. Yeah. All right. What you got? Jack? Like y'all said, I think it's just a matter of uh, you know who can. Really, the biggest question to me is who can control the time of possession. I mean, I think that's going to be a big factor. I think that actually is going to be um, a big impact this week. It, whoever can run clock and gain yards at the same time and score touchdowns, that's going to be your winner. I guarantee it. I agree. I can see that. So, what's y'all score predictions? You go first. You want me to go first? Okay. All right. I've been thinking about this all day. I went up on my score. I started off at a certain score, and I went up. I gave each other uh, six points each um, because I figured it would be more field goals. 37-30 LSU. I like that. Okay. Yep, I like that. I really like that. I really All like right. that. I think that's a uh, – Yeah, and it's, it, it's the same thing what you're saying. It's going to be ball control. You know, we we played ball control last week and still thir- scored 38 points on offense against uh, South Carolina, who beat right. y'all. So, it's yep. like, you know, I have to think about all these and kind of put it in put it into perspective a little bit. But we also had a defensive score and a um, – and a special team score, so you never know, man. It could, it can get, uh, it might might be able to get into the forties easily. I, I think I'm gonna I'm give y'all a, a little stat. My bad, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna give y'all a little stat. I don't know if y'all know this, but um, as bad as our defense has played, I do got a stat that Auburn is the only defense that has not let a game go over thirty. They have not given up more than thirty. Really? Okay. Huh. Yeah, if you given up right around that a couple of times, huh? Yeah, right around that. We gave up 32 South Carolina. We gave up 28 to Arkansas, but that's the only defense that has to give up over 30. And when I read that, I was like, ah, that's got to be wrong. But the only reason really is Alabama's offense against Georgia. That's the only reason. Well, that, yeah. go, that goes – that stat is right alongside the LSU leads the league in turnover margin stat. So, we can – It's make, crazy. We can take yeah, both of those crazy. stats and we can just throw them in the trash bin right here. That works. That's all we – yep, that's real. I think you can take every stat and throw it in the trash can. Because I think this game is about as pick em as a pick em can get. I agree honestly. with that. I, agree I, with I don't that. disagree. Although my score kind of – so, my score is a little bit – I. I think it's going to be a really close game, but I think LSU kind of pulls away at the end. I think it's uh, 34 to 23 LSU. Okay, I like, like it, Jack. Yeah, I think Jack, I yeah, like it. Bad. But yeah. I think the game's a lot closer than that score indicates. Right, that's right. Kind of how uh, I, told, I told somebody earlier, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if we won by three touchdowns or LSU won mm-hmm. by four touchdowns. I mean, that's honestly the type of game I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, man. <laughs> ain't no way TJ Finley's coming out of the game if we win, uh, if we win by four touchdowns. If y'all uh, win by four touchdowns, they just need to go ahead and get that man the Heisman right now. <laughs> <laughs> for, for his junior year. I mean, that, that's, that's my, hypo- my hypothetical right now is if he has 300 yards, three touchdowns, and we win by two touchdowns against Auburn at Auburn, how do you take him out of the game and you put Brendan in the game? Man, you can't. You I hope, can't. I hope you can't don't win by that much. You honestly I don't can't. Get that this, this, there's no Bama. way, in my opinion. Yeah, that Bama <laughs> game is going to get off the hook if that if that <laughs> if that happens. Um, You're right. All right, buddy. We appreciate it. We need to get our scoop on Auburn. Um, and we didn't want to call J-Boy to do it. We wanted to call real Auburn Homer to do it. <laughs> All right. Elon, yeah. So. Well, you got a real one. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I check prom- back yeah, in with hate. you. We'll check back in with you after this game. We'll see how uh, all the scores worked out. If that works, okay, buddy. Uh, man, man. Anytime y'all want me to get back on, y'all. I mean, y'all. Hey, DM me or whatever. Definitely man. before in basketball season. We'll get you back on in oh, basketball yeah, season for sure. Okay. For sure, man. Yeah. Like I say, y'all just let me know, guys. I'm totally game for it. All right, buddy. Appreciate, you, Eli. Appreciate it, man. Hey, y'all have a good one now. All right. Yeah, you too. All right, Eli Gravitt with uh, – he's a real 
Auburn homer, like we said, um, uh, with all the Auburn information. I thought that was pretty good. I thought yeah. that we were all on the same page there. I think we were. Uh, I think we thinking that the game is going to go the, the the way that we think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think you're you're going to have a lot of points. I was really spit what's the over under on this game? Do we Six, have it? There? Sixty-two and a half is sixty-two what I saw. and a half. Oof. You got They're, the over. They got based it on your score. I think they got it right. I think the sixty-two and a yeah, half no, is about I, dead I, on. My best recommendation is don't touch that line. Oh man, if it was <laughs> in the fifties, I would hammer that thing. But huh. I thought it was going to be in the fifties, and you know I. If if I had a lean on that score, I would I'm, on that total. I would actually lean under, because I don't know if I see it going like to seventy. Or actually, I guess I could see it going to seventy, but I don't see it like going crazy over that. But I could see it going a lot under that. I mean, a freshman quarterback for LSU against. I mean, I don't know, man. Like Who I knows? just think about the way LSU Auburn games typically go, and it's like, you know, it's usually in the twenties. Almost always. I don't know the last time we had a game against them that went both teams got into the 30s. When's the last time we had a Granted, game with these two teams? These having are very these different teams than in like years this. past, for sure. Absolutely. Um, but I, I just, I for some reason, I could picture this game being a very classic LSU Auburn game instead of like the way these teams have been playing this year. I'm thinking a little bit of this game with um, LSU in South Carolina, um, and South Carolina beating Auburn before. LSU beating South Carolina the way they did. And I'm kind of using that a little bit to my prediction too. So, um, yeah, I just think that TJ Finley is going to be able to do the ball control and everything and be able to run the ball against Auburn. I think running the ball against Auburn is going to be the biggest deal. And we haven't been able to do that in a long time. Yeah. Uh, no, I, th- I, mean, I actually kind of think we're going to be able to gash him on the ground. I do too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're giving up some like 180 yards on the ground a game. I think our offense <laughs> is. Um, I think our offense is clicking on all cylinders, mm-hmm. and I think it really is. Whenever we have ball control, and whenever we're able to run the ball, we're able to throw the ball so much easier. Yeah. Um, I think their defense is uncharacteristically bad this year. What I would Especially like to see. Seven. What I would like to see is something like Missouri did against us which is some quick, easy scores, maybe with a little bit of uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans, you say? Yes. A little Tom bit Fullery. of... Uh, ballyhoo. Yeah. A little bit of ballyhoo. Mm. Um, I, I want to see a little bit of uh, little, trickeration. A little mischief. A little mischief. Uh, a quick, easy score. Okay. If we can get a quick score, uh, maybe get up early on Auburn, I think that changes a little bit of the dynamic of the game. I think the same way that we did it against uh, I've seen South Carolina, a, where we went and scored quick. I've seen an outrageous amount of flea flickers this year. I would love to see one. I like that. Us. Have we run? We did we run a check flea flicker? Oh, we ran one against Vanderbilt. I like I like Finley running a flea flicker, man. <sighs> I mean, he's got the quickest release. Yeah, he does. You know, I'm always worried about a flea flicker taking too long, and you always, you got pressure on you, and then mm-hmm. the quarterback gets hit as he's throwing it. But Finley has a, such quick release that, like, that would work perfect for a guy like him. Yeah. Um, that would be great. I I think that's key for Finley is staying ahead and staying up above, you know, in, in score and not pressing. Uh, yeah. I think when he, he, if he's going to have to start pressing and they – and like maybe Steele starts blitzing them a little bit with some exotic blitzes. I think that could change some things a little bit. So uh, anyway, that's kind of my thought. Um, so yeah. thirty-seven thirty for me. 
You're 3423. You're changing it as we speak. Look at you. Do, You're changing I, it. I literally came up with that on the spot. Oh my so, god. I, I I'll give a I'll give a second score prediction. All right, we'll do our official one I haven't one really, podcast. I haven't released my uh, my 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 blog for the week, so I'll have my so, official score. All right, our official one team one podcast prediction will be coming later to you that this week, but my personal one is 3730. Jack's right now is 34 to 23. Um and we'll recap. Uh, Cole nice. Tracy. Cole nice Tracy was thirty four twenty eight. Thirty four twenty eight. Yeah, I like that. I like that one too. Mm. I almost said thirty seven twenty seven. My only thing is, I think we're gonna get stops in the red zone again because I think last week you saw that we we were able to get some stops mm-hmm. once uh, South Carolina crossed the fifty. I think we're gonna do a lot of the same stuff this week. No, I can agree because I, I see think that. I think we're starting. We haven't. We're still giving up explosive plays, obviously, but we're we're starting to limit that a little bit sure uh i think uh wesley dm'd me yesterday or maybe this morning and uh was asking me how many plays all uh south carolina had of 20 yards or more and it was six wow which is a lot but it's still but i bet you if you went and looked at the missouri game and the mississippi state game i bet you it's a lot less than that i haven't gone back i'll go back and look at that actually and 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 compare but I, I bet you it is a lot less. I like that. Um, I would like to like it to be less. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to wrap it up here short, guys. Uh, quick shout out to Courtesy Automotive Group, Courtesy yeah. Buick GMC and Lafayette. Brandon Lejeune's been good to us. Uh, check out the 2021 GMC Yukon. Uh, they're arriving daily. Uh, he's also got 2020 GMC Sierra AT4s. $8,000 off the MSRP. Uh, so check out his hit list, guys. Um, he's all about it, man. Um, he's going to uh, always give you a deal. So And he loves LSU basketball. So whenever you go there, if you want to get a little bit more of a deal, mention LSU basketball. He loves it. Um, so just a little insider tip there. Uh, also, a big shout-out to Bear Process Safety. Uh, the big orange bear, Adam Barry at, at Bear Process Safety. They're doing big things in Baton Rouge. Um, hit them up as well, bearps.com. Um, with that, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up. And big go, Tigers. Go, Tigers. Hey, and we uh, LSU-Auburn, I think I think we're going to come out ahead. Don't you? Yeah, I feel good. I feel very good. I do, too. Um, I think I think, I think we're going to come out ahead. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it can get a little hairy if we don't pay attention to the turnovers it's, it's gonna I, I i'm very confident that it will be a fun game a very fun game i agree with that i think it'll be a very fun and game one thing to watch I actually well. i meant to ask eli was uh was how their uh how their pass rush is but i've i sure did forget to do that so that's okay we don't need <laughs> it now um all right guys so again this is one team one podcast we appreciate everybody listening to us follow us on facebook instagram tw- in, uh twitter twitter is one team one pod on twitter Uh, Also on YouTube. So you can check us out on YouTube. You can check out all these old broadcasts on YouTube. Uh, And then we're on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you can find podcasts. We'll post those tonight as well. Um, So, again, this is One Team, One Podcast. Logging out. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Let's go! One Team. Relax, big boy. 
Team One Podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? Well, Team One Podcast. 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 Team One Podcast